This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we work to keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. Also, mama to a 20-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son, I am walking right beside you on the path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it really real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a solo show, and I'm confident that what I share will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the globe. If you're feeling extra special, you can rate and review us over in Apple Podcasts. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Enjoy the show. Another Thursday together. So happy about this. Yeah. And guess what? I'm taking a break from (laughs) the personal growth talk. And we're going to talk specifically about our teens today. And I am going to move through four steps for being the support that your teen needs. I hear it from parents all the time. They say, I don't know what's going on with my kiddo and they won't talk to me. How hard is that, right? Like we know there's something going on and they won't let us in. It's so challenging. And, you know, temperamentally, I just want to remind everybody that temperamentally there are kids that are more open and outwardly expressive than others, right? Add to that, that When a teen feels like they'll be misunderstood, judged, dismissed, they don't believe that it's safe to open up. So when you have a kiddo that isn't super externally expressive, right? And they don't feel safe in the space to be transparent and vulnerable and open up, you know, 
what you've got there isn't necessarily a behavior problem. What you have is a relationship problem. And I think it's important to remember, we're just going to dive right into this, okay? I'm going to dive right into this. I think it's important to remember that our teenagers have been observing us their whole life. I've said this before on the pod. They have been listening to our words, but even more important, they've been watching our actions, right? They've been hearing our words, but what's really holding weight is the actions that they've observed us in using throughout the course of their life, right? They see our patterns. They know us. They have our numbers and they have made judgments about what we can handle and what they're better off keeping to themselves. They have decided what is safe to bring to us and what is not safe, right? They have decided how much grief, criticism, judgment they're willing to hold. And, you know, if sharing with us and letting us into their life, if they believe that what they're doing or what they're moving through isn't something that we're going to acknowledge or validate, they're not going to share it with us, right? They're going to be better off trying to figure it out on their own. I have talked at length on this podcast about the iceberg metaphor, right? I'm going to talk about it again because it's important and amazing. And I believe that we can't hear it enough. The iceberg metaphor, the belief behind behavior, also known as the mistaken goals of behavior. I have a whole playlist dissecting the beliefs behind the behavior, and I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check it out on Spotify. I've talked a lot about this under the surface of the iceberg. It is so important to go there because behavior makes sense to the person that's engaging in it, right? Or another way we put that is often the behavior we see is a solution to a problem that we don't know about, right? So understanding and keeping in mind the iceberg becomes really useful when we're not sure what's going on with our kids or we're feeling stuck or stumped around their behavior. What's going on under the surface? So. Today's show is going to borrow generously from those conversations and bring you back to the practice of keeping it real and transparent with your teenagers. This is what they're looking for. This is what they want from us. They want to be heard. They want to be listened to. They want to be in relationship with you, but they're finding it hard, right? They're protecting themselves from criticism and judgment. And so they're building up this wall. I've got four steps today that we're going to play around with to support you in supporting them, right? I want to support you in supporting them. And part of that is cracking open relationship and creating space for relationship. And the other piece is around being curious about your own patterns and your own emotions around what's going on with your kiddos. And that's where we're going to start right? We're going to start with the information that you have. What is going on with you? So the first step is to recognize and start to really tune into how their behavior is making you feel, how their behavior is making you feel. And we are all frustrated, (laughs) right? Like frustrated absolutely is an experience that we have while raising teenagers. But frustration is just at the surface 
of the emotional experience that we're having with our kiddos, right? It's so frustrating. Yes, but we need to go deeper into what we're actually feeling emotionally when we're engaged with our teen. So is what you're moving through right now leaving you feeling like, is it annoying? Is it irritating? Kind of like the way I talk about this is it's like a pesky fly, like, ugh. It's not supercharged, right? You're not looking for a fight. You're not super low energy. It's just more of like, ugh, here we go again, right? Or is the behavior, is it leaving you feeling challenged? Like, hey, listen, buddy. Oh, no, you won't. Or, oh, yes, you will, right? To me, that's like those hackles raised, right? And you are ready to fight. You are ready to show them. You are the adult, you know? you will do what I say. Or is the behavior leaving you feeling defeated and hurt? Like, oh, like a punch to the gut. Like you can't believe this is happening. How could they? This is often where we start to really lean into maybe some disbelief or disgust. What's the emotion you're feeling based on the behavior that your kiddo is engaging with? Are you feeling really scared? And the kind of scared that's like low energy, right? Futile, just wrung dry. You've got nothing left. You just don't see a way out. So yeah, that first step in collecting the information you have and distilling it down into something that's useful is really pinpointing the emotional experience that you're having based on your kiddo's behavior. Our feelings and experiences of our teens' behavior gives us some insight into what's going on with them. As anybody who's listened to the Belief Behind Behavior playlist knows, we can make some guesses about what their need is based on how their behavior makes us feel, right? So if you're feeling that annoyance or that irritation, chances are what's happening for your kiddo is they're seeking connection. They're feeling disconnected and they're wanting to reconnect with you. They don't say, hey, can we reconnect? They do things that are annoying and irritating and we get to say, hmm, I'm wondering if you're trying to get my attention here. And there's nothing wrong with trying to get our attention, right? But trying to get our attention is the cheap alternative to really feeling connected, right? That's ultimately what they want. If you're feeling challenged, we can guess that what your kiddo is experiencing is a lack of power or control over their life. So they're going to take it where they can get it. If you're feeling really defeated or disgusted or taking it personally, right? Chances are there's something going on in your teen's life that hurts them. They are hurting, right? And it's really hard to hold hurt. So we tend to pass it around. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 
35 different meal choices and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes. Perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. And then finally, that fourth experience of just feeling really scared, really low energy, like there's nothing you can do to help your kiddo. We hold those kids as just being in a place of deep discouragement, deep, deep discouragement. Okay. So we're gathering some information based on how we feel in response to the behavior. The second step is to look at what your typical reaction is. So this is going to really solidify what it is that our kiddo needs, right? What is your typical reaction? Do you find yourself doing a lot of reminding, coaxing, nagging? Is that something that you're doing a lot of? That falls in line with that seeking connection behavior, right? Are you responding with a fight, right? Oh, no, you won't. You will do what I say. I'm going to get big and loud till you submit, right? Or the flip side of that is like, fine, do whatever you want, right? Are you fighting or giving in? Again, that couples with that experience of feeling challenged. And we can guess even more so that what's happening for our teen is there's a lack of perceived power or control, right? Reaction, are you taking it personally? Are you feeling hurt by their behavior? Again, then we're making that guess. Again, our teen, there's something going on in their life that is deeply painful for them. And so that's where we get to get curious. Or finally, 
finally, are you in that place, that really tough, scared place where you're finding yourself giving up on your kiddo or perhaps doing way too much for them because you don't have faith that they can do it for themselves because they're in that deep discouragement, right? So looking at our emotional experience and then our typical reaction is going to help us understand better where our kids are coming from. Notice the patterns and what the pattern that we're in, the dance, I like to say that we're in, what it invites from our teens. And it's important to say that we all fall into patterns and then we feel a certain way about how things are always playing out with our kids. Well, if that's your story, right? If that's your story, then it's time to interrupt how we are responding. This is where something new and different can occur. The challenge, the behavior shows up. We have our emotional experience, right? We're in our emotional experience. We get to become aware. Huh, here's how I'm feeling right now. Really challenged or damn, that hurt. I'm noticing I'm taking this really personally. Or man, this is annoying. Here they are again. We get to notice our emotional experience, grow in our awareness, take a pause, right? Our feelings, our experiences, they're real and valid. So we can acknowledge them. Of course, we feel that way. It's hard to parent teens. And at that point, we get to decide what is it that we want most, right? We get to interrupt the pattern that we've been in by asking ourselves, well, what is it that I want most, right? And I'm guessing most of you don't want to keep up the same cycle that you're in with your kiddo, right? You want something different. So it is before this reaction, this typical reaction where we get to interrupt and choose something different. And what do we do, right? What do we do? Well, before I go into the next two steps, I want to talk about something really powerful that I got to participate in um, in a recent training. And that was an activity where the facilitator invited us to close our eyes and imagine our 80th birthday and to think about our loved ones would show up for us for our 80th birthday and think about what it is. And you can bring to mind your teen if you have more than one. Who's the challenge right now? Think about that teen. Imagine them showing up to your 80th birthday and talking about how you showed up for them during this time of their life. When I was 18, my dad, right? I remember you always bringing compassion, creativity, love, right? You know, whatever it is that you want to create, whatever it is that you want to be the theme of this time regardless of how your kiddos are showing up. So really spend some time thinking about that. Who do you want to be for them, right? Who do you want to be for them? And I don't mean like, who do you want to be for them when everything's going great? Who do you want to be for them as they struggle to make their way through this tricky, slippery time of life? Think about that. And then use that as your compass, right? Use that to bring you into what it means to show up for them, right? So we're going to interrupt that reactive pattern 
And what we're going to do instead, this is step three, is own your part of the dynamic, pull the curtain back, listen to get more clear, right? So that could sound like, you know, I notice that we fall into this dynamic and we get into this dance. And I'm curious if you notice it too. What's your experience of it, of me, right? How are you experiencing me? And this, I've said this before on the podcast, but this takes a lot of courage, right? Because they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you how they experience you and you get to receive. You don't need to be defensive or judgmental. Please don't. You just get to receive. Then you get to ask, what do you wish that I understood about you? What do you wish that I understood about you and about what you're going through right now? Your only job after you ask this question is to listen. Listen to understand, receive their experience, right? If you need to ask questions, if you're confused or you want more information, okay, tell me more about that, right? Tell me more about that. And once you've exhausted them, and they've they're finished, right? And for some kids it'll be quicker than others. You get to say, you know, I notice in this dynamic I'm feeling however you're feeling. Right? You get to share your experience too. And then you get to move into how might we handle this better? Right? What can we do when this challenge comes up so that we're both feeling more connected and more seen and heard? And you get to brainstorm with them. And I understand, you know, this is a big ask, especially for those kiddos that don't trust that the space is safe for them to bring their ideas or to share their experience, right? It might take a few goes and you can let them know when I understand that it might feel hard to talk to me about this because in the past I've been critical. I haven't been a great listener. I'm really working on that. So I'm going to come back to you tomorrow and maybe we can talk about it then. And you get to just keep showing up consistently and reliably, right? How might we handle this better? When we get to this question, what are some tools that might be supportive in the challenges that we're facing with our kiddos, right? Things like creating routines, coming up with co-created agreements or plans. How might we handle this better? It might be an invitation to back off or to let go but also scheduling a regular time to check in. So once you do come up with something, yeah, let's work on that this week. And next Monday night, let's sit down again. And I just want to reflect on how our week goes, how we do with this new plan, new way of being with each other, right? Normalize that check-in, normalize the humanness of this is work. And sometimes we're going to be good at it and sometimes we're not and patterns are hard to break and we're all moving forward, right? Scheduling that regular time to check in. How did it go this week? What did you notice? What was useful? What wasn't useful? Here's what I noticed. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. 
Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and, more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests, too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're, Amy, more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, Mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Helping them also to be reflective, right? To get out of the blame. My parent, my mom, my dad is such a drag or so lame or so strict. And moving to a different conversation is, which is, what did you notice? What was helpful in making it home for curfew this week? I noticed you were late on Friday. What got in the way, right? What helped you stay up with your assignments this week? What got in the way, right? What made it easier to get up in the mornings and get up to school on time? What might you do differently this week, right? We want to check in and connect with them about what's useful. So the other piece here is to really notice yourself. So I have a client I was on the phone with, on a call with, and we were talking, she was really worried about her son's lack of summer plans, right? Her 15-year-old, he he wasn't going to camp. He didn't have a job. She just was like, I don't know what he's going to do with himself. And so, you know, we've been talking about what he needs to be doing, what he should be doing what we're expecting. And I invited her to shift into asking him what his vision of the summer was. What did he want his summer to look like? What were his plans? How did he imagine spending time with his friends, right? And holding space for him to consider the long days of summer. And then from that place, bring in, you know, your dad and I, think it's important for you to have a summer job and what might that look like and how can we support you in, you know, doing what you need to explore that. We get to validate. That sounds really fun. I would love a summer like that. I miss summers like that. Right. And how can we kind of help them tie in the things that we expect, but starting with what is their vision? right? When our kids don't talk to us, I want to remind you of this. Remember when a teen feels like they'll be misunderstood, judged, or dismissed, they don't believe it is safe to open up. It's going to take a while for them to trust that we can hold the space they need. So for this client, it's important for her to say, you know what? I realize that I have been coming on really strong around what I think you should be doing. 
And I'm learning that it might be more useful instead to hear what your vision is, right? We might also say, I know in the past I've been really critical and judgmental and I'm really working to drop that because it's not useful, right? It's not useful. That's not what I want our relationship to look like. So I'm really working on that. So we're letting them know that we are aware of what's getting in the way of relationship and that we're working to do something about it. And we're continuing to invite them in, right? Remembering while we use words to express ourselves, it is our actions that really tell the story of who we are and what we think. So being more conscious in our actions, right, is really where we speak into the work we are doing and let our teens know that we're committed to showing up differently. And the fourth step, offer up encouragement and the message of love. That sounds like, I know you're capable. I trust that you're going to learn from this. I've got your back. I'm so glad to be your mom. I'm so glad to be your dad. I love you no matter what. Encouragement is the bomb, you guys. Encouragement is it. Encouragement is what really sends the message of what we believe about our teens to our teens. You've heard me talk about it before. It matters. We have to say it out loud and we have to use evidence right? We have to remind our kids of their past success and name the life skills that they flexed to get through what they've already been through. This is the gift of adversity and struggles, right? This is the gift. We collect our experiences and we keep them in our back pocket for reference and to remember that we made it through. We can do hard things. We know that because we have already done hard things. Our teens, our kids, they want to know that we care. They want to know that we have their back. They want that we see them, right? When they believe that, they are much more likely to let us in. They feel safer about being vulnerable and open to us. Now, I want to say, caveat, if you are trying these things out and you're not seeing immediate results, which results being more openness and a growing relationship, Take a deeper look at yourself. Are you being honest? Are you still holding an agenda? Have you been walking your talk? Is there more to own, right? Start with taking a look at you. And if you're doing all these things over and over and over and things still aren't shifting, it might be time to get some outside help. No shame in that game. Find a coach, find a therapist, get some external perspective so that you can shift the climate and the dynamic that you're in with your teen so that they know that relationship is a place where they can feel held and attuned to, right? Because that's it. That's the main thing that they need, right? I believe in you, my listener, and practice makes better. Practice makes better. So again, those four steps, four steps for being the support that your teen needs right now Starting off, collecting, you know, getting clear about what you already know. How is their behavior making you feel? What is your typical reaction, right? So you're going to gather that information. Step three, owning your part with your teen, pulling back the curtain, listening to get more clarity about their experience, coming up with a plan. And number four, offering up encouragement and the message of love. That's what I've got for you today. That is what I've got for you today. I hope that you found that useful. I would love to hear from you. If you have questions or you're curious about 
different parts of this, reach out. You can always email me at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. Jump into the Facebook group, jump into my social media direct messages, reach out. Let me know what you're wondering, what you're left with, what your questions still are, because I am here for you. I'm here for you. I love supporting my listeners. So reach out. I will be back on Monday with a fresh interview. So stay tuned. Have a beautiful weekend. And yeah, see you around. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.